tell you about Echelon. When it comes to getting in shape and staying there, you know, we're the people you want to look at and talk to. That's us, uh, the most in shape uh, people in our society today. Um, and uh, look, I know my wife is actually one of the people who is in shape. And, uh, you know, when you can have a, an option, especially in these times when gyms are opening and closing in state after state, you have an option of being home and being able to do all the things you want to do uh, and keep it going. Echelon is the way to go. It's going to cost you like one one thousandth of their competitors. That's just my estimate. That's not exactly their estimate, but it's a lot cheaper. Uh, Echelon has the next generation of connected fitness bikes, fitness mirrors, and rowing machines, plus their all-new Echelon Stride Smart treadmill. Uh, it's a great, fun, and challenging way to do all this stuff at your house, and it's a lot less expensive than the competitors. Echelon is affordable for everyone. One membership lets up to five family members all work out at the same time. Uh, and Right now, you can try any Echelon fitness equipment at home for 30 days. You're going to love it. EchelonFit.com slash Beck is the place to go. Echelon.com slash Beck, E-C-E-E-C-H-E-L-O-N fit.com slash Beck. If I don't know how to spell it, I don't know how... That's why I can't work out. It's my only excuse. I just... I I tried to get this equipment, and I can't spell it. Echelon.com slash Beck. For Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. So uh, the Trump legal team seems, seems to have changed, although there's some contention about that as well. We'll get into all of that coming up in sixty seconds. This is the Glenn Beck program. The holidays are a time for family, joyous celebrations, and giving back to your community. But if you're spending more time online during the holidays, shopping and browsing, you could unknowingly be giving away a lot more than you want to be, like your personal information, to cyber criminals. This holiday season, protect yourself by protecting your devices and your personal information with Norton 360. With Norton 360, you're going to get real-time protection against existing and emerging cyber threats that put your personal information at risk, including device security and a VPN with bank-grade encryption. It's a toolbox that's going to protect things like your logins and your passwords and keep you more secure when you're on Wi-Fi, even if it's public Wi-Fi, and that's important, which is usually about as safe as a cargo ship in Somali waters. Not very safe. With Norton 360, you're getting a powerhouse of cybersecurity so you don't have to worry. No one can prevent all cybercrime, but Norton 360 is a great way to give you and your family the gift that keeps on giving all year long. you got to do something like this. I mean, you need Norton today. Save up to 50% on your annual subscription on your first year at Norton.com slash Beck. Norton.com slash Beck for 50% off. Mm-hmm. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, Sidney Powell no longer with the uh, the Trump legal team. Although, was she ever with the Trump legal team? 
There seems to be some dispute over <laughs> no that. No one knows. No one knows. Mm-hmm. Nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently she wasn't getting paid by the Trump legal team. She seemed to be representing the Trump legal team. The Trump legal team did say she was part of the Trump legal yeah. team several so times. The president, uh, President Trump said that himself. And the on RNC. November 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so everybody said, yeah, she's uh, she's the head of the Trump legal team. <laughs> did she just wander uh, in? Is that what happened? Yes, I guess just anybody like... can just go in and start speaking for the Trump legal team. It's kind of cool. It is a very strange development. Obviously, there's it been is. reporting of, of a, you know, infighting behind the scenes. And then that seems to be it seems to be that Giuliani won the battle i i guess mm. uh, whatever power struggle was going on seems to be won by giuliani hmm. um i don't know if that's exactly right but that seems to be what the reporting is indicating I, either that or sydney powell was just like she was getting coffee down the hall and some wandered into the press conference they just let her talk i don't know <laughs> multiple times yeah <laughs> over and over again it's a very strange development it is weird it is weird and from what i read there seems to be some contention over uh, the Dominion vote switching machines, too. Whether or not that actually happened. Right, right. Yeah. They <laughs> that, actually that's one way. Yeah. They have not presented it in court. No. Now, this so, is what we've been, we've I, don't, been, I don't know why. We've been talking about this. Because well, I don't think they have evidence to prove it in court, at least when out she of this says, time. She strongly <laughs> says they do. You mean this woman who's not part of the legal team yes. says she... Yes. <laughs> I don't, I, again, we had her on the show. I, she <clears throat> tries to. She's trying to present a case. It seems to be that she's presenting a case that uh, is uh, has no end end game in court, right? Like she's talking about it as a lawyer in public, but is not talking about it in court. Now she yeah. again, yeah. I keep coming back to the same thing. We don't have to litigate or understand their evidence. It is not our job as citizens, as broadcasters, as people who are just trying to know the truth uh-huh. to be able to decipher this stuff because this will be an issue that is fought in court. It's not an issue that is... You don't overturn elections on social media. That is Why? not how this occurs. Why? D- didn't the founders intend uh, Twitter to decide these things? Well, they they actually... In the Constitution, huh. it says MySpace. But they were just oh, a little... They were a little off on their timing. <laughs> uh, MySpace <laughs> didn't work out. So, you know, this stuff... It's like... It's somewhat... It's just a, a a bunch of talking points for people to discuss on on you know conservative media as to whether mm-hmm. these things have truth or not, or to share them on Facebook and everyone puts throws their opinion in there. What happens in reality when it comes to the campaign is what happens in court, and they have you're right not filed anything to do with the Dominion voting machines in court because they don't have evidence that would hold up in court at least that they've revealed to anyone, including by the way many high-ranking officials in the Trump administration who are telling people all over the place as much as they can. Uh, she's given us no evidence of this. And as I was saying on my show, uh, Pat Gray Unleashed, which immediately precedes this. I love that yeah, show. It's everybody, so that, good. The people are, are just raving about it. Mm-hmm. Raving about no it. No need of a recount on that one, Pat. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, they had me last week. <laughs> As I think yeah. you know. Yes. For about 15 minutes, she yeah. had me. Mm-hmm. She had me. I was kind of, I thought, okay, you don't present this strong a case to the American people if you don't have something, right? No. Wrong. Apparently. I don't know. Maybe you do. But I was, I was really, I was swayed for a while by what she was saying, that she had evidence that 7 million votes were overturned. Well, and then you... Got nothing? It's it's very strange. Right. Well, what very we said strange. at the time was, if you go out 
and say these types of things without evidence, you're going to look like an idiot. Yeah. Right? You're going to be yeah. looked. You're going to be, and it's going to hurt your career. Right. And I mean, here we are, three or four days later, and she's no longer on the legal team. Or I mean, right. maybe she never was, but she's not on it now. We know that. Right. And and the thing I think that's appealing about the the Dominion case over some of the stuff that Giuliani was talking about that has, I think, real some of it has credibility. I mean, you know, that when you're talking about uh, not necessarily overturning elections, but election mm-hmm. fraud and and that is important i mean you go yeah. after that when you could find it mm-hmm. the thing about what was appealing to a lot of people about the Sidney powell angle is she presented something that if true could sway the election the stuff that, that giuliani was talking about has a lot more likelihood of being true but also a lot less likelihood of overturning the election when you talk about there's twenty thousand votes mm-hmm. here that shouldn't have been counted well that might actually be true right yeah but but it's, it's not, not going to overturn the exactly. election. With Sidney Powell, I mean, Sidney Powell is basically out there saying that Trump won in a landslide. And so it, right. you would need something that systemic right. to overturn an election like this. Well, we heard that. We heard that that she said he won in a landslide. And then um, who was it that kind of repeated that th- theory and took it a little bit further by saying Trump actually w- won 410 electoral votes? <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Including, I think they said, including California. Wow. Yeah. So that's a massive victory for for the president. When these Um, things happen and the the stakes are this high, it's impossible to know what to trust. Yeah. Right. But what you can know, right, is we have a Republican candidate Mm -hmm. who has basically unlimited resources to fight these things. He can hire any lawyer that he wants, and mm-hmm. those lawyers can bring to court cases that they believe will overturn votes. If they're not doing that, there's a reason for it. If they're not doing, if they're not bringing this echelon case, there's a reason for it. Now, there's another possibility you could argue, I think, here, which is one of the issues the Trump legal campaign has had is standing in these cases. Sometimes when you say, like, you know, you need to have legal standing to bring yeah. these cases in front of the court. Right. And if Sidney Powell is uh, the, the campaign attorney, there might be a, an argument for some of these cases that it's not the Trump campaign that was wronged, but maybe a particular voter. Maybe they're trying to come up with a legal separation so they can file a, a case a certain way. Again, I, I'm pretty skeptical on all of this stuff. I think that's the best way to start. And I keep saying to people, there's no reason for us to plan for a new Trump presidency, right? Like, let's just say Trump wins and they overturn Mm -hmm. this and he wins. Well, that's easy, right? We can all sit here and say, okay, our republic might be safe for the next four years. Whatever you think on that issue, right? Mm -hmm. It's easy to plan for good news. I'm worried that, like, right now we're doing nothing to prepare for a Biden presidency when we're just keep we keep talking constantly about this right like like yeah. for example you know the, this they they but uh they, what you'll hear is a chief of staff don't was give named, up right, keep yeah. the faith all I understand of those that. things and but like again our faith has little to do with the elections well, it has here. nothing to do with it right it happens in court the mm-hmm. the attorney the attorneys will go to court and file these things and and what right. will happen in court will happen that's what i keep and doing. we will be I, completely I separate no say to in this it. we have no say in it none we had our say on election day yeah. right that was our role here and if this is going to change, uh, it's going to be in the courts. As Rudy Giuliani talked about, as former or maybe never campaign attorney Sidney Powell has talked about, this is a legal, as Jenna Ellis has talked about, this is a legal uh, procedure at this point. So we mm-hmm. don't have any role in that part. What we do have a role in is looking at 
what could happen down the future or in the future i mean you know biden has named a chief of staff a secretary of state it looks like mm-hmm. you know I, you haven't seen the typical conservative reaction to those things because no one's looking at it mm-hmm. you know he's he biden in a way in a weird way if you're a biden administration and once again this is working in his favor as he's coming into potentially coming into office here he is getting no scrutiny on right. any of these picks on any of these developments because mm-hmm. There are there's a large portion of people that are, you know, Sidney Powell, who are just saying like, oh, well, we're going to win. So don't worry about it. And it's like, well, we do have to worry about it, because if 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 Trump comes back and wins, that's easy. Mm -hmm. We there's no need for us to be worried about that scenario. That's an easy one. Like we just continue as we are. But if Biden comes in and he has no scrutiny on any of this stuff. Who's going to point it out? You think the you think you know ABC News tomorrow is going to do a deep dive into the new Secretary of State pick for Joe Biden? That's not going to happen. No. If we don't do it, no one's going to do it. Right. And seventy three million people are just all counting on Sidney Powell right now. Right. And except that, and one of the people who isn't is Donald Trump apparently. <laughs> right. After right. all of this, who just said goodbye to her? Uh, they are uh, distancing themselves from her. Yes. Uh, there is there there is talk that the rest of his legal team doesn't buy into the Dominion switching thing. That that it didn't happen. So if you've got the Trump legal team kind of split on that issue, that's not a good sign. Probably no, it probably that's, isn't. Uh, it's probably not a good sign. No, I, well, look, I, it's tough. It's a tough one to, to decipher because you have a. a an impossible situation because i mean let's go to the you go to the extreme here and let's say they did they find evidence that 10 million votes were cast mm-hmm. uh, and switched right they mm-hmm. come up with the evidence it's proven and you know they overturn the results we're at a point where we almost don't have a republic like we, a, a, a republic mm-hmm. is not you don't have a legitimate republic if you have the possibility of 10 million votes being switched. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We, we basically don't have a country at that point, And we're starting from scratch because obviously we all know. I mean, look, the, the most minor <laughs> thing, you know, Aunt Jemima leaves their, their logo on the box and the left will riot. You, you can't. <laughs> they do that every every 10 <laughs> seconds. Mm-hmm. Of course, they would riot, but they would riot for any reason. But like when you go to the point of like. If that think about the possibility of that world where we find out 10 million votes have been switched, we have absolutely no system of government. We, 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 can, we are completely a, a, a fraudulent nation at that point. You know, and it's, it's you know, it's tough mm-hmm. to even know whether that's something you want to argue for, uh, <laughs> because honestly, like if it's true, I want it out 100 percent. And we have to deal with the consequences of that. But gosh, that's a scary reality. If the reality is we can have a presidential election where 10 million votes have been switched yeah, when, and no one picks this up, we are in a totally different world than we imagine we are. And no it's not a positive one. Yeah, no question. Well, and she said that that's what those machines were created to do. Yeah. Which is kind of strange that we then ordered them here in the United States of America. Right. And look, uh, yeah, give us the ones where uh, you can switch the votes uh, <laughs> that people make. Okay, let's buy those. Well, yeah, uh, that's not a good idea. A lot of Republicans in on that one too, and <laughs> yeah. like it's it's like it's uh-huh. just such a strange, you know. And we know, the one thing we do know is in Georgia, right? Georgia, because 
people had questions about these digital voting situations. Mm -hmm. uh, Republicans pushed hard for paper records of each vote. So you go in there, you take, you Mm -hmm. cast your vote. It spits out a paper ballot that that then you as a voter look at and say, yes, that says Trump. Right. Then you Mm -hmm. then you slide it through the machine that gets confirmed and then that gets stored away. So if they want to do a separate paper recount, they can. So they went through that and the paper recount, with the exception of about a thousand votes uh, across the entire state, matched up pretty much uh, exactly. I mean, it was it was I think it was it was eleven hundred or nine hundred votes. Uh, and that was picked up in one of their recanvas uh, operations. Bottom line is that at least there, they, those machines seem to uh, to uh, to operate successfully. doesn't mean that they did that everywhere. Yeah. But, you know, it's an indication. And those are, again, Republican, like hardcore Trump supporters pushed those those changes through in a good way. I mean, it's I think it's yeah. a good thing that we have those backups. I'm actually surprised sometimes at how many backups we have in this situation. Yeah. Like, there's a lot there. Actually, I, I didn't know we had that many systems. Yeah. That many backup systems. Right. I had no idea. Yeah. So, so I mean, we, look, we've seen we've seen elections overturned recently there was one in north carolina just a couple of years ago that was overturned because of election fraud it does happen it does it's just never happened on a not on a, scale a national like scale not a, and not yeah. a scale like this right i mean we, you know this is the you know this would be the as, as tucker carlson pointed out correctly this would be the biggest crime in american history no question no question yeah so you gotta you gotta have evidence of that and you know i think what the trump legal team is, is saying Sidney Powell is not presenting evidence of this. They're not comfortable with it. And if they're not comfortable right. with it, we shouldn't be comfortable with it. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More coming up at sixty seconds. So no matter what goes on in the world, there are two things we can count on. New music, new podcasts. And the best way to listen? Using a pair of premium wireless earbuds, especially if you can get them at less than half the price of the other guys. And I'm talking Apple. That's why I recommend and use wireless earbuds from Raycon. Raycon's newest model, the Everyday E25 earbuds, the best ones yet with six hours of playtime and seamless Bluetooth pairing. You'll get more bass than in previous models, a noise-isolating fit that really allows you to focus on what you're listening to. Raycon's E25s also have more compact design than ever. They're stylish, discreet, no wires, no stems hanging out of your ears, ever. Raycon was founded by Ray J and counts celebrities like Snoop Dogg and J.R. Smith among the fans. They offer a 45-day return policy, so give them a try. Yeah, Snoop Dogg, I wear them too. Oh, it drives them nuts. Limited time, 15% off Raycon wireless earbuds by Raycon.com slash Beck. Raycon.com slash Beck. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple triple eight seven two seven. Uh, B-E-C-K, just kind of kicking around the uh, the election and uh, whether or not it's going to be overturned. You know, if it were to be overturned, and this is no reason not to pursue it, but if it were to be overturned, can you imagine? <laughs> no. It, it'd be worth it because I don't want Joe Biden. And I want, well, more than that. I don't want, you the, want, I want the, the election truth. to be, yeah. y- you want it to be a, a true election. You want it to be the will of the American people. And so if they did steal it, you want it put back where it should be. Uh, but man, there there would be some 
there would be some discontent in this country. <laughs> <laughs> That's a wow. might be a bit of an understatement. Yeah, there. uh, there's discontent now, and none of this stuff, you know, like it hasn't yeah. been overturned. Oh man, you know, you, look, you, they said they said Sydney Powell said on this show, though she is apparently not on the legal team, but she did say on this show. <laughs> Yeah, that was she, she on the legal team Friday when yeah. she said, I, I don't know. We the answer don't to that. know. We don't know. She's uh, she's what was the quote? I loved it. It was like she's practicing a law on her own. Like, yes. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> she's just hanging out. That was just practicing quote. some law. Yeah. She's just yeah. no big deal. Um, uh-huh. But uh, <laughs> there's this idea that, you know, that if this all goes through, you know, there's going to be this big change in the election. And again, I think that you can look at that and say, uh, you know, you can look at what Rudy Giuliani said as well during that press conference. Rudy Giuliani said, we have a tough time constraint. He's very aware of the time constraints uh, Mm -hmm. going on. Uh, However, well, yeah, uh, Michigan and Pennsylvania are both certified today. Today. (laughs) Today. Today. So, you know, but I mean, he told told us, uh, you know, he told in the press conference, Sidney Powell said to us, they know the time constraints. They know how it's a tough road, right? Mm-hmm. However, as Rudy Giuliani said, they can prove this 18 different ways. So, wow. So he's got to pick one of those 18 and go <laughs> to court with it. Let's do it. Right. Let's do it. And if he does that, well, you know, great. Like we're closer to the truth if the truth yeah. comes out that way. But we to, to to prepare for that at this point is it, it's not there's no necess, there's not really a need for the American people to be litigating this. This is the the true. The, the campaigns uh, job, and they said they can prove it. They said they know the time constraints. They said they know how difficult it was, and they said they will prove it. Interestingly, so, they've said they that, and yet they've not presented that case yet in any court case. They have not yet created or or presented the case where there was massive fraud. That's not even what they've been arguing in court yet. Yeah, you know, you go through the. Academic. They have not even brought up the Dominion machines. No, in court they've now they found they they've talked they found witnesses that have talked about election irregularities yes and we, but the widespread massive mm-hmm. vote switching situation they have not brought up in court yeah and you know again it's tough it's a tough ask to for a legal team to put this together in such a short time it's the system that we have and you know you look at you know giuliani made a big deal about how people were saying there's no evidence and he's like i have all these affidavits and that's true like he does have affidavits and technically that is evidence by the mm-hmm. same standard, there was there was evidence against Brett Kavanaugh, right? I mean, there were people who testified in a court of law, or or in front of not in a court of law actually, which was an interesting uh, yeah. uh, you know addendum to that. But so there are differences. But people who testified that you know in front of Congress that this was accurate and that he did all these things, you know, I, to me, getting a couple people to say something is one thing. To get this sort of scale is another. So they do have people who are saying that there was election fraud, and I think that is something legitimate to look into. Uh, but again, we're seeing the the internal dis- discourse uh, flattening out a little bit here in inside the Trump campaign and inside the Trump administration, and that's not going to give you increased hope that this is going to actually get overturned. And Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Here in Texas, in uh, Tarrant County, they've issued an urgent stay-at-home warning. It's urgent. This is an emergency. City of Fort Worth, Tarrant County, 
have issued formal requests asking residents to stay at home and drastically limit social interactions to help combat the record-breaking surge in COVID-19 cases. I love it when they say it's an all-time record. Yeah, this has been going on since March. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good it's point. an all-time record. All <laughs> time, this has never happened. All time. Yeah, it's it's been six months. Okay, that's uh, it's kind of a weird way to put it, but th- they claim record numbers. And I guess in Texas, from the beginning till now, we've had over a million infections, and we were the first state to get there. Yeah. We're number one. Yay, we yeah, are number, number one. one. I mean, the, 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 all these stats are always misleading for one specific reason. The mm-hmm. first outbreak, we didn't have any testing. So we couldn't detect right, the true. cases. Yes. So you were basically saying the, 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 a big, the biggest record since very recently. Like, not even March. That's true. They're not going That's back true. there. Because you know, maybe we've been testing at this rate since September? Oh, and no. October? And it's even higher, way higher than then. Uh, you know, the, the testing has been... Again, a a a, a uh, something that was criticized early in, in March, basically, and has since then been in, an incredible success story. I mean, if you look at uh, the 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 number of tests that we're doing every day, back in the summer we were doing about eight hundred thousand tests a day. So that was back in March. We're doing like literally like zero or a, a few hundred a day at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. Then we got up to eight hundred thousand by that summer second wave that they call it uh when texas arizona florida were kind of in the news a lot right um we did we did two million tests the other day two million in a day yeah more than double the summer peaks wow which is really an incredible (laughs) accomplishment uh so you're seeing that uh some of the increase is always testing. It's like when you look at, you go back and people's, uh, well, you know, people, uh, when, you, like when you don't adjust a number for inflation, right? You take a number from the 1950s, an economic number, and talk about it today, and you don't adjust it for inflation. It's, an, it's a disingenuous argument. The same thing is happening mm-hmm. here with the COVID stats, right? Because you're talking about double, triple numbers from relatively recently. So part of this increase is due to testing, that's why the, the the records are being hit every day. On the other hand, we also are seeing an increase until only the last few days of test positive percentage. So they're doing all these tests, but the test the 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 number uh, the percentage of uh, tests coming back positive has increased significantly. So I mean, I think it's it's probably the right answer that we are in the middle of another one of these waves. I mean, you're seeing it for sure in hospitalizations, which are the highest by a pretty large margin in either one of these spikes. It's an all-time record. And that one is an all-time record, although, it's an all-time again, record. since March. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. I mean, and that's the difference with this this <clears throat> this sort of wave of COVID and the, the two previous ones is it's not very localized. So we're not getting the mm. intense craziness of a New York City that we have. Right. We're just getting... Uh, not a lot. even in New York City. Not even although in New York although City. Although their numbers are up. Their, like n- their numbers else. are up, yep, and they've yeah. closed all their schools. <laughs> but even like North Dakota and South Dakota, which have really high per million numbers right now, even though there's only four people who live in those states combined. I don't mm-hmm. know if people know that. Christy Nome is there, and there's three other people. <laughs> uh, but uh, so the numbers per million are very high there. But again, it's spread out all around the country where you're seeing increases. And, and look, they're going to freak out over this. 
there's a couple reasons for that. They, of course, want to turn that into a control situation. Yep. There is legitimate concern. And also, they, they want to cover... There's a CYA situation going on here. They're, they're covering mm-hmm. their butts here. trying to. If they don't come out with the most panicky of panicked things to say, and they don't tell everyone to never... Don't even... Don't even forget Thanksgiving dinner with your family. Don't even eat turkey. Turkey mm-hmm. might have coronavirus on it. If they don't say that, then they look... They're, they look like they were too easy on the problem. They weren't taking it seriously. But they've gotten absolutely ridiculous. Right. Telling people, uh, don't have anybody for Thanksgiving <laughs> except the people who live with you. Right. In fact, don't even <laughs> eat with the people who live with you. <laughs> have it in separate rooms. Go outside. I Come on. The people in northern climates <laughs> right. are going are gonna to go outside for Thanksgiving dinner when no. it's 38 degrees. Okay. 38 if you're lucky. Yeah, if you're lucky. I mean, I've, we've had, uh, I remember back living up north, there were days a lot colder than 38 degrees. Yes. I don't know what it's going to be like this this year. I haven't looked at any of the northern weather. I mean, it's if it's an option for you in Texas, which it is, it's supposed to be 71 here yeah. on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That sounds Might like a fantastic nice here. day to sit outside and, yeah. have, and have Thanksgiving dinner. There's some places where you could do that. It's not an option up north. I mean, they're telling you not to travel. I, I, mm-hmm. I just saw a story on CNN. People are traveling anyway. Well, of course they are. <laughs> They're not going to just stay home because you said you shouldn't travel. They're going to travel. They're going to go to their relatives. They're going to go home and see their families on Thanksgiving. It's going to happen. You know what? It happened in 1918 when there was a far worse pandemic than today. It was a far more virulent and and much worse technology much on the medical worse. side to get to to alleviate it. Yeah, you know. Yes, and there was no hope of a quick vaccine. In fact, I mean, we do have a vaccine now for that kind of flu. Pretty much, that's the flu but shot. Not, I think that you get every year. Yeah, not incredibly effective. Oh, that's they think about that though. Like this is year you pointed out it's only this has only been going on since march this is year one of this COVID thing who knows what it looks like in the it's, future in, in it's 1918 year 102 yeah. for the spanish <laughs> still flu sucks yeah and <laughs> a year 102 yeah. it still sucks and in 1918 and 1919 and 1920 people were actually having thanksgiving dinner together they you know they were just getting through the war to end all wars they were celebrating that they weren't going to stop everything for this for that pandemic and it was bad it was worse than this and and there were some closures there were some school closures and they were closing some restaurants and bars mm-hmm. um but they had thanksgiving together anyway and and that's what people are going to do this time uh, yeah i think there would be there's the, this idea that what government should do is mandate a bunch of crazy things and yeah. then in addition to that, go and say, okay, well, look, we have uh, a mandate in place and we're going to tell you to do all these crazy things mm-hmm. and we're going to try to prevent every activity that you are uh, dealing with. You know, if it's Thanksgiving, we don't want you to have it. We want you to bring separate utensils. We want right. all these crazy pieces of advice when like there probably is like sensible things that you could be advising. And if the go- people actually trusted the government because they were giving reliable advice and information routinely mm-hmm. then you might be able to make a difference like there was some study that came out of i think it was japan where they t- took a room and they filled it with smoke and they saw, thought how long is it going to take for the smoke to dissipate in the room okay with one door open and it was like something like 45 minutes it would eventually circulate out of the room if you opened up two doors right you had a cross ventilation yeah right it, it lowered to like 
I don't know, it was like 11 minutes. I'm making these numbers. I don't remember the exact numbers, but it was significantly different. Mm-hmm. And even if you only had one, not, not every room has two openings, right? You might not be might have that option. But if you do, right, and then the weather's not freezing outside, opening windows, all that stuff makes a huge difference when it comes to something like this. Ventilation, scientists go back to this over and over again. Ventilation is a huge part of this. It's important. Yeah. H- huge part. But they did the thing where they just took a fan, a, a, a normal like floor fan that you'd have in your room to, to and, and pointed it essentially out of the room and it cut the uh, the uh, the the way the, you know, to get the smoke to dissipate, cut it from like 45 minutes to like 18. And when they took a second fan and they kind of just blew it into the room. So you had two fans, one blowing in on the bottom, one blowing out on the top. It's cut it to like 10 minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. It decreased the <laughs> amount of time that it's just about air circulation that's why outside is so much better you have better ventilation so doing things like that that people might actually do you throw a fan on in the corner of the room if you thought it would help right like why not it doesn't it's not doing anything to you it's not Mm -hmm. like i need to break up my family to get through this thing that most people survive but hey if you've got somebody in your in your home that's particularly old or particularly vulnerable i think people would throw on a fan in the corner maybe that would help Instead right. of giving things that, you know, basic things that might actually make a difference and are doable for people, it's like, no, let's just ban Thanksgiving. Right. Like that, it, no it, one silly. is going to listen to that. It's silly. And let the people decide. Like, yeah. if you have somebody who's really high risk, all right, take care of that person. Or that person takes care of themselves. Right. We're adults, right? And so I think we can make that dis- the that determination on our own and that's what's happening too it is what's happening because nobody wants to get it i mean if they get it they get it and if they don't they try not to but of course you know they're not gonna they're not gonna completely upend their lives not to get it i think in most cases for people who aren't high risk yeah, right. I, I know. Like, if, if you have a person who's in your family who's old and uh, or has you know coming off of a terrible illness, yeah, then you, sure, you're going to take precautions. You're going to take precautions, and that's what and people that are doing, by the way. Yes, I, 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 none of this needs to be in the form of a government mandate. And uh, what we're finding over and over again is that government mandates make almost no difference. Almost no difference. You know, people right. don't listen to them. Yeah. <laughs> they Did you do. see the, the Denmark survey? The oh, study yeah. they did the, on is this the mask one or is yeah, this the, yeah. on the masks mm-hmm. yeah uh where it made almost no difference yeah almost no difference they had a control group too and so it was mm-hmm. pretty scientific they had three thousand people and a control group yeah so there was a slight uh, improvement for people who wore masks though it was not statistically significant it was two point one percent of the people mm-hmm. uh who didn't wear masks got covid one point eight percent of those who did wear masks got covid mm-hmm point three percent difference not even statistically significant difference yep. and, and, and it's it, within the margin of error right and they did go out of their way to say that that, that doesn't mean you know the whole like you're protecting someone else when you're wearing your mask thing like they that they didn't study that at all but still like it's a it's an it's another data point you know i i go to mm-hmm. this this idea that the, the science has to be remarkably clear for the government to ever uh, create a mandate i would argue against them all the time because that's just from a personal liberty standpoint i don't like them but i mean if the government's going to mandate something it should be so crystal clear right yes and so the, the uh, essentially the standard must be high for the government to to do this and it should i mean it might be low for you to do it on your own right you don't need to have 
pr- 100% proof that a mask might help for you to do it on your own. If you think it might help a little bit, maybe you do it. We got some uh, great news for you because I, I know you're a, a big Governor Cuomo fan. Uh, uh, Andrew Cuomo, you love him. <laughs> so uh, you're going to be excited that he just won an Emmy for his COVID press conferences. Um, <laughs> and we'll get into that coming up in a second. No! Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Andrew Cuomo actually won an Emmy for his COVID press conferences. That's amazing. And we've got some reaction to that from uh, New Yorkers, which is kind of fun. Uh, That's coming up in here in a second. All right, Thanksgiving, days away, and we got Christmas. You might actually be seeing family members. I know, it's it's scary. We still got time to get rid of the bags and puffiness under your eyes and get those compliments around the dinner table, all from very huge distances, um, perhaps outside in 20-degree weather. You can get all that done with GenuCell. Right now, every order until Thanksgiving includes Chamonix's brand-new Zotique Deep Correcting Serum. It's free. With Zotique, you're going to get the skin uh, that you that you want to have, smooth as silk, free from redness, acne, and acne scars, not to mention faster collagen produ- production. Zotique increases firmness, smoothness, and helps to get rid of things like redness and uh, stress breakouts. And uh, say goodbye to those crow's feet and laugh lines. It does it all. With immediate effects, you're going to see results in 12 hours or less. Everyone's going to notice the difference, and that's guaranteed. Or you get 100% of your money back. There's no risk here. Call 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. With this Black Friday special they got going on, you get the GenuCell Eyelid Lift and uh, Crystals at Home Microderm Abrasion Treatment. Uh, it's spa-level comfort in your own home. Shipping is also free. They're hooking you up, and there's no risk. Why not give it a shot? 800-577-8709 or go to GenuCell.com. GenuCell.com. It's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Hey, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK. What, do you, what, what are your thoughts on the vaccine, Stu? Are you going to take the vaccine? Uh, oh, when it comes out, I mean, just inject me right now, right now. Yes, yeah. I am. I'm actually. Are actually, you okay with the vaccine? I love needles. Mm, That's yeah. why I started heroin, Pat. And I chose really? that one over crack because I really like the needle aspect right. of it. Uh, no, I mean, I am really, I am really optimistic. I'm come to the point now where I, the only way I actually see us going back to normal is this thing working. Yeah, I'm no longer, yes. you know, at the point where I think there's a way we're going to mask ourselves into low enough rates for the economy to open. There's no way. <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm not saying I was ever there with masks, but you know what I mean? Yeah. There's a there's a theory that like maybe you could get it low enough where you could open up. It's going to keep raging back into our lives until we come up with a way to uh, come up with a technological it. solution mm-hmm. uh, to eliminate it among enough people that it's not really a, that big of a problem. And it sounds like with the. Uh, Pfizer and Moderna, 94.5% and 95%. Incredible if that holds up. That's incredible if that's accurate. It's really promising. And, you know, we haven't seen any side effects. We've seen equal results with older people and younger people, which is a really which is a really yeah. big deal with something like this. Yeah. Obviously, especially with this particular virus. So, it, it, you know, we don't know for sure. We're still kind of judging off of press releases, so we don't know. But if it comes to make through, it worse for me is if they mandate it, because yep. then I'm not going to want to do it. I hope they I don't, don't do want to do it. Because really, if it's this, if it's really 90, 95 percent effective, which I assume is probably higher than it will end up. But still, let's say it's 80 percent effective. Yeah. If that if that happens, you don't need to force anyone to take it. Right. You will. It, there, there will be enough people that take it. Yeah. You that, probably have 15 to 20 percent of people who have already had it. Mm, right. Mm-hmm. Like myself.
myself. I'm a COVID-19 survivor, oh, as you know. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, and then you have... As well as a Canadian sports hero. Right. Both of those things yeah. I am. Yeah. And then in addition to that, you have, <laughs> let's say, half the country, the polls are right and half the country says, I'll take it and half doesn't. Even if you do that, you're still at 50 to 60% of people who are immune uh, from the virus, which is enough to make the spread so much slower yeah. that it wouldn't it wouldn't be something you need. It to. would eventually eradicate it mostly, yeah. like like measles, you yeah. know, to the point where measles is eradicated. Yeah. And and the bottom line is, if it's ninety percent effective, and you go through that first wave of people taking the vaccine, and it's okay, right? People don't just start keeling over for you know mm-hmm. some side effect. Mm-hmm. Then people will be convinced to start taking it, just like they were with measles, right? I mean, like for all mm-hmm. the controversy around vaccines when it comes to the MMR vaccine and all these things, the overwhelming majority of people still get it for their kids, yeah. right? You know, so and you have to sometimes for to get them into school. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's true, and so I hope it's not a forced thing because that, that does not make it. You know, I hope it's just let let people make their own freaking decisions. Yes, please. And if it's successful, people will. We'll take it. I mean, there, no one wants to deal with this, and we don't want a, a situation where people are threatening lockdowns every two days. Yeah. We want a path out of that, and I think this could be the way. We'll have to see how it develops.